0: Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com slash SME today. Again, agorapulse.com slash SME.
1: Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here is your host, Michael Stelsner.
0: Hey there, Mike Stelzner coming to you with an important Bonus update. I want to talk to you about some important new research that was just released. In this episode, we're going to cover the decline of Facebook marketing, the use of live video with marketers, messenger bots, Instagram and YouTube. Now, this is a segment of our live show. So you're going to hear from Eric Fisher, who is the host of the social media marketing talk show and Grace Duffy from our news team, who is the producer of the show. And um, I just want you to listen to this research because I feel it is very, very important to you and to your marketing. And I apologize that the audio quality of this introduction is not stellar. I am actually recording this in my home office, uh, which is a little echoey and I don't have my normal equipment. I just have my AirPods on. So uh, enjoy the show. Welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to be back, Eric. So the social media marketing
1: industry report dropped earlier this week. This is the 11th annual study. And some people might be wondering and and maybe aware that social media examiner turns 10 later this year. But this is the 11th study. How did that work out? (laughs) I'm so curious.
0: Well, year one start, you know, unlike real people, right, when you when you're born, uh or when you st- when something is born it's the first right and then at year 1 it's the second right so this is the 11th annual study um this it, this study did actually uh launch uh before social media examiner launched so i actually published the social media marketing industry report um back in the spring of 2009 And that was part of uh, what spurred me to launch Social Media Examiner was the crazy response that I got 11 years ago from this report. And this is the longest running that I'm aware of study in the world, uh, specifically focused on social media marketing. So there's a lot of really interesting things we're going to be talking about today.
1: Yeah, a lot of great stuff in here. Uh, So for context, uh, can you talk us through a little bit of how we run this report, like, why should people trust us, you know, in terms of, I mean, not just for the 11 years of history, but the process that we go through to create this report?
0: Well, um, we surveyed 4,800 marketers from many different industries all over the world, different size businesses, and uh, we asked them a lot of questions. And the fact that 4,800 people took this survey is absolutely amazing, but we asked them an enormous amount of questions. We compile it into a approximately 50 page report that is absolutely free. We do not sell it. We could sell it. Um, people can get it at socialmediaexaminer.com slash report 2019. It's ungated for the rest of May and uh, you can download it and you can make plans from it. And you can, what's really exciting about it is we ask marketers what their future plans are. So they ask them what, we ask them not only about what they're You know, what's working today and what they're using today, but where are they planning on making change into the future? When we take that data and we couple that with year over year over year analysis, we can draw trend lines. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about a pretty dramatic change in a trend line that has not happened in years. And as a result, everyone who's listening to my voice right now can use this information to make decisions about what they're going to be doing in the future based on what thousands and thousands of your peers actively have planned. Yeah.
1: So let's, well, let's bring the report into view here for those of us live. For those of us that uh, are listening, we're going to start walking through this report and reveal what is on these slides. And the first two slides deal with that specific trend year over year for the last five years now. And I would love for you to share basically, I mean, the headline here is Facebook.
0: Yeah. Facebook is trending down for the first time in five years. And what I mean by Facebook is trending down. I mean that marketers are losing interest in utilizing Facebook. So let's move to the second slide and move backwards for a second here. Yep. So um, if we move to the second slide, we will see that one in 10 marketers have indicated they will be decreasing their organic marketing on Facebook over the next year. And last year, 62% of marketers said they were going to be increasing their activities. This year... It's only 51 percent of marketers that will be increasing their activities. So now I'll go back to the prior slide. Um, then what we did was we took a look at um, how marketers value Facebook. We asked them to indicate the single most important social platform. Choose one. OK? So we give them all the options: uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Snapchat, Pinterest, um, and I'm probably uh, YouTube and I'm forgetting like one or two, I think, and they could only choose one. And we compared that data over five years. And it's really fascinating to note that for the very first time in five years, there's been a dramatic change in this. So what I want you to do is I want you to visualize a pie chart. Okay. In 2015, a little more than half of marketers, 52% of marketers said, Facebook's my number one. In 2016, 55% of marketers A jump of three points. Remember, there's only a hundred points, right? In 2017, 62% of marketers. In 2018, 67% of marketers. Okay, so every year from 2015 to 2018, Facebook was becoming more and more important to marketers. But over the last year, something has shifted. In 2019, it's gone from 67% to 61%, an eight-point drop. Again, there's only a hundred points. So what does this mean? This means that Facebook was trending up and up and up and up and up. And now they've dropped below 2017 levels for the very first time that marketers say it is no longer, you know, yes, overwhelmingly marketers still place Facebook as their most important platform, but it's the trend line that we care about. It's the trajectory. There is now a shift. Marketers are shifting away from Facebook. And this is really, really important. And then you might want to ask yourself, well, what are they shifting towards? And this is where it gets really interesting. Uh Uh, Let's start with um, Twitter. Uh, You will notice that in 2015, it was 13% and then 12% and then 9% and then 5% and then 4%. There's a mass exodus away from Twitter, specifically with marketers only 4% of marketers claim it is their single most important platform. So clearly that's not where they're going. Then let's look at LinkedIn. Uh, back in 2015, 21% and then 18% and then 16% and then 12%. But this year it's gone from 12% up to 14%. So what this means is that some people have shifted away from Facebook and are redoubling their efforts into LinkedIn. It, not dramatic but it's definitely gotten some more share. Now, the big one I want to draw your attention to is Instagram. In 2015, only 2% of marketers said it was their single most important platform. And then it jumped to 4% and then 7% and then 10% in 2018. And in 2019, it jumped up four points to 14%. Now, Instagram and LinkedIn are in a dead heat with Instagram slightly ahead. So now Instagram is the second most important platform to marketers for the first time ever in the history of this study. So what does this mean? This means that Instagram is grabbing a substantial amount of market share, but there's also a pretty even distribution. People are are, are kind of looking elsewhere from Facebook in order to kind of become their most important platform. And I think this is very important that marketers... Most marketers will not have access to this information. They will not realize that um, a lot of their peers are jumping ship from uh, Facebook and exploring other platforms. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, Eric, where yeah. do you, you want to So go we're
1: going to definitely talk more about Instagram in a little bit. So I don't want to talk, take up too much time right there. But I, I do want to ask, what do you think? And I've got some ideas, but what do you think are the contributing factors to this sudden, steep <laughs> shift on Facebook?
0: Well, I think, um, the Facebook apocalypse back in the January January of last year, a lot of people, a lot of people ignored it. And then they realized, holy crap, Mark Zuckerberg wasn't kidding, (laughs) um, reached the client like crazy and the organic activities just started shifting away. So there's that. There's also the fact that, um, almost all organic activity is being repressed. Facebook Mm -hmm. video isn't being watched on Facebook. This is why we had this big thing last year about why we're relieving, um, uh, non-live video from Facebook. Um, we just recently did a poll, Eric, do you want to re- reveal the results of that poll and the question that he yeah, specifically so, asked? So just, uh,
1: I will paraphrase as closely as I can. Is Facebook marketing getting easier or harder? And I can tell you right now, se- basically 75%
0: of you that took that poll of thousands of exactly. you, 77% of 1800 yeah, people said, said, said harder. It's so it's getting a lot harder to market on Facebook. It's getting more complicated to run advertising on Facebook. Um, there's diminishing returns. There's a lot more competition in the Facebook ads platform. So it's getting more costly to get results. So the, these are all the contributing factors and many, many more, of course. Yeah,
1: don't forget Cambridge Analytica. And <laughs> yeah, so anyway, the, the, you know, the, the, the overall PR problem that Facebook had last year, which kind of continued into this year a little bit, Uh, you know, with fines and things that have been swung around. I mean, it's not going away. And even yesterday, there was there was the uh, the the opinion piece that came out by one of the co-founders talking about it. We won't go into that right now. But I mean, there's a lot of
0: contributing factors. So so the question uh, the question was asked by Bill, are marketers jumping ship? Are they getting smarter? Um, They are diversifying, I think, is the best way to say it. Marketers are beginning to explore what their options are. They know they cannot abandon Facebook, but they're diminishing their activities on Facebook. Facebook is becoming less and less important of a social platform. And as a result, we, all of us, must begin diversification now. Because if we take what Mark Zuckerberg has been saying, that the future is privacy, the future is groups, You cannot share organic content that is published in groups outside of groups. It's not possible, okay? So the idea of um, getting exposure and getting reach is going to get harder and harder for marketers that are not willing to put money behind their work. And Gary Vaynerchuk recently said that he believes we only have two years until Facebook ads are so expensive that only billion-dollar companies are going to be able to play in the fray. So guys, diversify. Begin diversification. That's what this is telling us. You now have the early indication. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's move off of Facebook here. We've got a lot more to cover. This is another somewhat shocking uh,
0: slide here. So live video is weak. The adoption of live video is just not taking off. Um, 43% of marketers are doing nothing with live video. Now live video has been around since 2016. So it's about three years old. And um, you know, it's kind of shocking to see how few marketers are doing anything with live video Um, Only 34% of marketers are using Facebook Live, which means the overwhelming majority, 66% are not using Facebook Live. And Instagram Live is the second uh, most popular thing, but there's just not a lot of people doing much with live video, partly because the algorithms are repressing it. There was a day where you could go live. I remember that day, I went live and in three seconds, a thousand people were watching me. Okay. That day is gone. It will Mm -hmm. never come back. Um, so the challenge that we face right now is that a lot of people don't watch live video. Facebook is not an experience that people go through to like be entertained or to consume longer form video. As a matter of fact, our study shows the average duration of a live video is less than 10 minutes. So this is another thing you want to check out the study for, because we actually show how long people are, are doing live video. Um, so most people that are going live are going very short with live video Obviously, there's technical challenges that come with live video. Today's show is not being broadcast, (laughs) you know, (laughs) on certain platforms. It's complicated. So um, it's just not growing the way we all expected. Yeah.
1: With all that it's been touted, I mean, does this surprise you? I know when you shared this last week, I was surprised. I thought 43% of people are just not even using it at all.
0: I was a little bit not surprised because I, I I saw Facebook pump a lot of energy into promoting live video and then they stopped. And when they stopped, I think a lot of people stopped utilizing live video. Um, it's not, it's scary for a lot of people to go live. You know, it's just not something that a lot of people feel comfortable doing. But I am here to tell you that I believe Instagram live is a huge opportunity. And I think that because most people aren't doing it, this is the opportunity you have to stand out. You can also look at this data and you can say, this is my opportunity to be different than everyone else. Because most people are not doing live video. Maybe we should be doing live video because this is the way we can connect with our tribe and our community. Yeah. We
1: even uh, published a, a quote, a video quote recently uh, from one of our live stage uh, spots, Amy Porterfield, which most people would appru- would say, oh, she's a pro. She shared, she's scared to go live every single time. Take that to heart. Uh, do you know how this differentiates from, say, the findings on live video from last year's report?
0: This is a good question. Um, we've asked more questions about video in this study than we've ever done in the past. So, um, there are, there's an enormous data set in here about how marketers are using video. And I break it down by like Instagram stories versus Facebook native video, dot, 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 dot. I mean, it's really detailed about where marketers are doing what with video and particularly with live video. So we've never asked these questions before in the way that I'm asking these questions. So I do not have accurate comparative data.
2: Okay. Mike, Sylvia in the, qu- in the chat asked, does this make it better for those of us who do use live video?
0: Yeah. I mean, I th- I don't know. I guess is the, quest- the question is, are people not using live video because it's not working or they're not using live video because of some other reason? Only you and your business can answer that question. Um, but I can tell you the interest in live video was dramatically higher in the past mm-hmm. than it is right now.
2: Are you surprised by the breakdown where it's it's Facebook is first and then followed by Instagram and YouTube? Okay.
0: No, I'm not at all surprised. I mean, Facebook is the easy platform to go live on. Um, They make it easy with bazillions of different tools and API integrations and the app itself. And Instagram Mm -hmm. does as well. Twitter's not so easy. Um, Mm -hmm. I think you can go live on Twitter. YouTube's a lot more complicated to go live on. Um, And a lot of people don't live there on YouTube. So they're not going to as easily just jump right into the fray when you go live. But um, this is kind of the order of the popularity, if you will, the use is right where I would have expected it. Yeah, Bill. By the way, Twitch. There is. Yeah, <laughs> see it, but there's a little tiny purple. <laughs> oh yeah, in the I see it. Twitch. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I see the little bit of Twitch too. Yeah, and it's funny to me because it's like Periscope was built for live video, right? But I guess it follows it really, usage. Was
0: the, it was the first major platform uh, yeah. after WearCat came yeah. out within a few weeks. Twitter yeah. came out, but it's people, I guess, just don't hang out on Twitter. And as the data showed earlier, a lot of people do not find Twitter as important for them anymore. So it would make sense that the use of live video on Twitter would also be lower. Yeah. Bill Skowronski,
1: I hope I said that right. He says that live video is like content marketing. It takes a significant investment to get off the ground and companies slash marketers aren't willing to
0: be patient. So, oh, yeah. yeah. We have at least four or five staffers involved just with this show today. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it's not a small undertaking to produce content like this, but I can assure you that if this show stopped tomorrow, there'd be a lot of upset marketers. <laughs> and we also produce this into a podcast, and thousands of people listen to that as well. So, you have to look at this as uh, content marketing when you get into live video. If you can become a valuable, um, regular provider of live content to your community, then um, many of them will begin uh, growing closer to you and ultimately become customers. Yeah.
1: So speaking of another message uh, another channel to grow closer to your audience, messenger bots was seen as something that was coming up uh, all throughout uh, the past year, year and a half or so. That's, that's all I heard about. And yet that seems to be declining as well, or at least interest
0: in it. Yeah, this is, this was the big shock from the report. There's been a rapid decline in bots, messenger bots in particular. 53% 53% of marketers said, I have no plans to utilize bots at all. And as a matter of fact, the interest in bots in 2018, 70% of marketers said they wanted to learn more about bots. It's only 45% today. And, and only 32% of marketers plan on increasing their bot activities, where last year, 39%. And this is the shocker. Only 14% of marketers are utilizing bots, a decrease from last year. So overall, what this tells us is bot bots were a major part of the hype cycle last year and everybody was all in on bots and now they're not. And I have never in the history of the study ever seen. Um, first of all, when bots did emerge, I never saw anything grow this fast. I never saw the interest level this great. And there's been a lot of people evangelizing bots and there's been a lot of people training up on bots and there's a lot of consultants whose livelihood is on bots. Uh, but the actual execution of bots is not easy. And I think that's part of the reason why the interest in bots has declined. In addition, Messenger has changed a lot of the platform. It's gotten stricter and harder to utilize bots. Consumers are just beginning to wrap their brain around whether or not they want that notification on their phone. And I'm not here to say bots are dead, but I am here to say that there's a rapid decline in the interest um, of marketers around Messenger bots. And I think that's an important discussion we should have. Yeah.
1: We recently did a poll, well, a kind of a poll, but basically a public question on our Facebook page asking people, you know, what was the most recent awesome uh, messenger bot that you interacted with? And unfortunately, the majority of the responses were saying they had subpar or disappointing experiences. We had so many nevers never had a great experience with one. And I was just like, wow.
0: Let's talk about that. We, we made a heavy investment as social media examiner in boss multiple times over the last couple of years. And I'm here to tell you that I personally believe bots are the most complicated marketing tech on the planet, period. They're more complicated than Facebook ads. They're far more complicated than email. And I think a lot of people were expecting if they just build one, people will use it. And I don't think they began to think about the complications and the maintenance required for a bot and all the messages that are going to come into their inbox and, and all the, the, the technical nuances that are involved in bots. It's exceptionally complicated. So, um, what does this tell us? It tells us something very similar to live video. Uh, it tells us that not everyone is going to dive in on bots. It tells us actually that most marketers will not jump in on bots. So. This is an opportunity, if you look at the flip side of it, for you to try to um, figure out a creative way to use bots for your business. But I would caution you to um, uh, make sure you know what you're getting into, right? Make sure you have the manpower to be able to constantly um, alter, maintain, and set up the bot. This is where there's an incredible opportunity for bot consultants. So if that's what your business is all about, you're in a really good spot because I do believe there's incredible opportunity with bots but because of the complexity of setting up and maintaining bots, um, and maybe it's more on the setup than it is on the maintenance, but it's, it's, it's exceptionally complex. Um, I think those that can figure this out, there is definitely an opportunity. And we can also look to the future and hope that Facebook does make it a lot easier to do some of these things so that we don't have to use a lot of these third-party tools that are, um, frankly, complicated and a little kludgy. <laughs> That's just my personal opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sarah says people saw bots as a new toy and jumped on board quickly, but then, you know, saw it as a spam tool and realized how difficult it was. I, right. Yeah. Jeez. So yeah,
2: April, but- April yeah. up above equated it with, with telemarketing and it can be if the execution isn't in place and the strategy isn't in place.
0: So absolutely. And you have to be careful. Um, You have to really analyze things like we we decided to shut down our scout bot because it was not accomplishing our business objectives. It was actually having a counterintuitive effect for what we were trying to achieve. Now, that does not mean that it cannot work. It just means it did not work for us.
1: Yep. Right. So. All right. Moving on. So we now we'll come back to Instagram and Instagram is hot. Instagram is hot, like at a
0: level we've never experienced before. If you look at this chart here, which I will visually describe, it's the pie chart of the most important social platforms, Facebook one, Instagram two, for the very first time. Uh, 73% of marketers are using Instagram up from 66% last year. So that's a jump of seven points. And it is the second most important platform, period. So the good news for Facebook is it's all owned by one company. <laughs> right. So if you look at this pie chart, it's like seven more than 75% is all Facebook owned properties. But if you are not utilizing Instagram, and let's go to the next uh, slide as well. This is where it gets really interesting. 69% of marketers plan on increasing their use of Instagram, their organic use of Instagram over the next 12 months. And of course, I want to remind you what we talked about earlier, that Instagram has been growing dramatically over the last five years, as far as its value and interest to marketers. So My take on this is if you're not sure about Facebook and you're not getting great returns, you ought to take a second look at Instagram because Instagram is where all the innovation is happening. Mark Zuckerberg was throwing around the word Facebook and Instagram. It's Facebook and Instagram. You're going to hear this phrase from him over and over again. He's reminding the world that Instagram is a Facebook property because Instagram is the only area where they are seeing real growth. And this is the opportunity, I think, for marketers. Now, I want to give you a warning. Everyone is rushing into Instagram. Everyone is rushing into Instagram. Everyone is rushing into Instagram. Maybe you shouldn't be on Instagram. Maybe you should go where not everyone is rushing in, right? Because you are going to be competing against everyone else. And I want to remind you, Adam Masari, who used to be Facebook's head of newsfeed, and we know what he did to the newsfeed. He is now the head of Instagram. So all the things that were done on Facebook, they're coming to Instagram. You mark my words. He is going to employ some of the very same techniques to make sure that not all of your stories are seen, that not all of your posts are going to be seen. So while there's an opportunity on the horizon with Instagram, with everyone rushing into Instagram, it's going to be a very competitive landscape. And you may want to be careful about putting all your, bag, your eggs in the Instagram basket. Do not overlook Instagram. But do not overweight on Instagram either. That's my word of caution. Yeah, the shift to Instagram. I
1: mean, are you surprised by this? We we had Mari Smith on last week, and she gave a surprising statistic that basically fifty percent of the people out there who aren't marketers—we all know this—they don't know that Facebook owns Instagram.
0: I'm not surprised by the uh, use of Instagram. It's fueled partly by um, the younger generation who is left Snapchat and come over to Instagram. It's very popular with them. They don't perceive Instagram right now as their parents' platform, which is what, you know, they think about Facebook. Um, in addition, Instagram doesn't have posts like link posts. So they're tends, and, and it's not easy to put political stuff out there. So it tends to be a little cleaner of a platform, a little more, um, a, a little less controversial of a platform because it's hard to just put a, out a post there that's And and there really isn't an easy way to share content on Instagram either. So there's, it's kind of an escape. And I think as a result of that, it's an opportunity. Plus the stories adoption is massive. What is it? 500 million daily active users are consuming Instagram stories. 500 million daily. That's where the opportunity is folks. And the fact that you can go from Instagram stories to Facebook stories with the push of a button. That's where I want everyone to focus. I want everyone to focus on Instagram stories. And if you go into the actual industry report Again, socialmediaexaminer.com slash report 2019, ungated for the month of May. You can look at specifically what people are doing with Instagram stories and you can see what their thoughts are on that. We're not going to go over that right here, but I believe that's one of the big contributing factors to why Instagram is hot right now.
1: Yeah. All right, let's move from Instagram over to YouTube. YouTube interest is increasing.
0: This is huge. This is the diversification opportunity that many marketers need to be paying attention to. Um, this is kind of shocking. Um, 75% of marketers want to learn more about marketing on YouTube. Number one, it's the number one, slightly above Facebook also at 75%. So, um, this is the, another surprise that came out of this study is that the interest in, um, learning more about YouTube marketing is exceptionally high and 71% of marketers plan on doing more with video specifically on the YouTube platform this is not specifically YouTube advertising. This is organic video. We also cover YouTube advertising inside of our report. So um, I think YouTube is not, if I asked people to name off the top three social platforms, none of them would mention YouTube. If I said top four, none of them would mention YouTube. So YouTube is one of those things we ought to take a second look at. And it's an incredible opportunity for so many reasons. Uh, First of all, they do things well that Facebook sucks at. First of all, people will actually sit back and watch. We've extensively tested this. Um, It's a platform people go to with the intention of watching video. Secondly, they make it very easy to be notified um, when new videos come out. Facebook makes it exceptionally hard to be notified when new videos come out. Third, um, it's a place where people actually will spend time with you. On Facebook, they're scrolling through that news feed. They're in and out in minutes, but on YouTube, they spend on average at least 30 minute session duration, sometimes longer. So there's a lot of opportunity for us to do great things specifically on YouTube. And I think we have one more chart here uh, on YouTube if we can go to that last one. Um, This is really fascinating. Here you guys can see um, a breakdown of all of the native video platforms across all platforms. YouTube video is number one, used by 57% of marketers, followed by Facebook native video at 50% and Instagram Stories at 38%. So marketers are utilizing YouTube videos. They want to do more with YouTube videos and they're beginning to understand video is absolutely the future. And I think this shows us that there's two video opportunities for us as marketers. Number one, Instagram Stories. Number two, YouTube. These are the areas where I think we should start focusing our video initiatives.
1: I'm actually surprised to see Facebook Stories being so high uh in the ranking here up above uh Twitter videos but i guess i shouldn't be cuz since twitter's
0: been trending down the whole last 5 years yeah i mean there's and you guys we're just scratching the surface of what is inside this yeah. study there's six, 60 mm-hmm. graphics over like 40 some pages so but these are the things that i think everyone who's listening to needs to be paying attention to and it's my great hope that everybody who's here live and who's been listening today, at least you're going to say, all right, maybe I need to take another look at the work that I'm doing. And maybe I need to diversify. Go ahead, Grace.
2: Oh, Mike, uh, I was going to ask you, do you, it looks like on the graph that uh, it's, it says Facebook native video is 50%. YouTube is 57% of number one use of by, by marketers. Do you think Facebook will ever catch up to YouTube?
0: Never. (laughs) They want, they want, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you can quote me. I think Facebook will never catch up to YouTube as far as um, marketers are concerned. This mm-hmm. is uh, this is marketers. This is not consumers. OK, so as mm-hmm. far as marketers, this is in the context of marketers. Remember, OK, right. I don't think Facebook will ever be more popular than YouTube when it comes to marketer consumption, uh, marketer use. I think Instagram could surpass um, YouTube, but I think Facebook, I think marketers are smart. I think they realize, hey, Facebook. You, you lure us in and tell us to do this stuff and then you don't show it to anyone <laughs> or, or, you, or, or you show a video to someone and, and, you, and you distract people with notifications all over the place while I'm trying to watch the video, right? right so what's right. the purpose of doing video on the platform if no one's going to watch it? I mean, that's the honest truth. People do not watch video on platform. This is why Mark Zuckerberg did not say a single thing in his FA keynote about video on facebook he did not mention facebook watch he did not mention anything about facebook video literally nothing Do you guys remember how big of a deal over the last couple of years facebook watch was when mark zuckerberg would do keynotes now you don't even hear it yeah it was
1: huge i agree oh gosh there's so much more in this report though and we can't cover it all here which is why you have to go get the report so again it's
0: Mike, no, no email or anything it's yeah what's totally the url free. again socialmediaexaminer.com slash report 2019. Go get it, download it, study it, let your friends know about it. And uh, thanks for letting me share this data, Eric. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Always great to have you. Thanks for
2: being on the show, Mike.
0: See you soon. My pleasure. If you want to go ahead and get the report that I talked about in the show, it will be ungated until the end of May 2018. Uh, After that point, you just have to put in your email address to get it. Simply go to socialmediaexaminer.com slash report 2019 catch you on the next show
1: the social media marketing podcast is a production of social media examiner
0: want more good stuff sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter we deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates